up on Metro FM, weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m. All right, it's 7.23, and uh, as we get through this week being Child Protection Week and the theme being teenage pregnancy, I mean, there's some concerning issues, and uh, one of them is statutory rape, and it, it's all our problem as a society. We're joined by Nga Murombezi, child protection activist from Women and Men Against Child Abuse. Good morning, and thank you for your time. Good morning, guys, and thank you very much for inviting me. I mean, let's uh, do a bit of a recap here, uh, Nga, on the broader definition of statutory rape, and I think it's important for us to understand what it is. So that when people, when people tell you as a man, for example, that you can't sleep with a 13-year-old when you are 27, that there's uh-huh. a clear understanding as to why. Yeah. Okay. So with that example that you have given me, I'm going to tell you that's absolute rape. That is not statutory rape. Mm-hmm. Statutory rape is when somebody who's older than 16, mm-hmm. possibly under the age of 18, has someone has sex with somebody who is younger than 16. Mm-hmm. That was usually the definition around it. Mm-hmm. But now with the revision in the law, somebody as young as 12 can consent to having sex with somebody else who is under the age of 16. So if, say, for example, Lily and her friend John want to have sex and Lily is 12, John is 13, that is not statutory rape, that is juvenile sexual experimentation. Mm. But now if John then becomes 16 years and a day, and Lily is 15 years and 364 days and they have sex, that's a criminal offense. Mm. So, So now 16 is a demarcation when you talk about statutory rape. And the confusion comes when somebody says, but I'm 16 and my boyfriend is 19. That's rape. Mm. Mm. And I think it's important to create that distinction and, mm. and hence the, the loose example because, and, and I think let's get into the importance of that distinction between the two. Yes. Mm. So back to Lily and John. Now, if Lily is 15 and John is um, 16 and however many days, and Lily's parents find out that they've had sex. They say, my daughter was raped. And Lily does not want to press charges against John. That case is going to go nowhere. So what people need to understand is that statutory rape is very tricky because sex is so accessible to our teenagers. And why it's so accessible is because we conceal so much of it and they are naturally just curious. It is a part of life. But now children end up thinking that because John is 16 and I knew him and then John turned 18, it's still the same thing. It ceases to become the same thing when John becomes an adult. Mm. And then people take it further to say that, well, John is under 21. No, John is 18 and a day. He is now an adult having sex with a minor. That is rape. Nga Kutso here. Firstly, I want to say thank you so much for the phenomenal work that you do. Uh, we've met personally, p- uh, being part of the Women and Men uh, Against Child Abuse. And also, I mean, uh, we, we love to hear a- exactly what you're saying. Just examples, Lily and John. But let's please give in the realities. I know that you are very open with the realities of the cases that you've been through and that you've seen. Right? We want to feel and hear the honesty of what is happening today when it comes to statutory rape. What kind of situation are you dealing with, let's say, for example, today that is breaking your heart and that you'd like to share with us all? Hi, Kutso. So the challenge is, I don't know how to phrase this, but the law doesn't take very lightly to children who are having sex. Mm. 
And sometimes these children are having sex, not because they want to, but because they are ill-informed, they peer pressure in their schools and communities, and they actually have no one to go to to say, look, this is the situation that I am in. We see a lot of this, especially in the impoverished communities, particularly in Alex. Um, but also we find that when children are suffering mentally, and I don't mean this in terms of cognitive impairment, mm. I mean in terms of general mental health. There is a case currently um, in the Johannesburg Magistrates Court, and it's so heartbreaking to hear the defense argue the element of consent. Mm. And consent becomes that, well, I may have said yes, mm. and we undressed. And then I said no, but maybe my no wasn't heard or because we are in the situation, um, you carry on. Mm. This young girl was raped repeatedly, Mm. but she was over the age of 16 Mm. and she found herself in the area. So, you know, it's difficult Mm. to try to get the court to understand. In a situation, you don't know if I'm going to run away, am Mm. I going to make it out safely? And those are some of the things that we hear in court. And it's largely on circumstance and misinformation and what hurts is that you know having been a teenager before um you want to fit in sometimes Mm. and you know you don't speak up because you don't want to be the prude Mm. or you don't want to be labeled so you just go on with these things and the consequence of sex when you're not psychologically ready is more devastating you're akin to somebody who has been raped yeah, and, and, and that in itself is a, is a very important talking point as well, Nga, that we will try and bring up in this week as we touch on these issues. I mean, it, it's, it's difficult to give us an answer in like 30 seconds, but where do we go from here? What do we need to do in order to really create a clearer understanding and I suppose some sort of change in behavior in society? Yeah, you said it. It's difficult to give one straight answer, but the first is talk to your children. You know, treat them as though they are human beings with agency. Help them understand sex, because from sex is going to come teenage pregnancy. And you're going to say your 14-year-old is a pregnant teen. No, your 14-year-old is a raped child who carried a pregnancy. There is a very big distinction. So help communities understand what statutory rape is, what sex between minors is, Mm. what rape rape is. And, you know, this thing of community outreach should actually address real issues, not just theoretical imaginations from people who think it's going to sound nice in their bulletin. Nga, thank you so much for your time and thanks for that uh, short course really on a clear understanding when we look at statutory rape and also rape um, in their differences in that sense. Nga Murombezi, child protection activist from Women and Men Against Child Abuse. I mean, if that's a conversation that absolutely resonates with you, which, by the way, it should, uh, what, what are your comments on that and what would you like to share in response? Drop us your voice notes, 071-585-6157. Wake up on Metro FM, weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m.